Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Well, hello and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast. This is our uh, first episode of 2016, Yay. and it's a very special episode indeed. This is our 2015 year in review. We're going to be doing the rearview mirror up and taking a look back at some of the biggest hits and misses of the past calendar year. Uh, what made those 365 days we call the 15 the best and the worst in nerd culture? Uh, my name is Tony T. With me, as always, is producer Steve-O. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Producer Steve-O, what was the best thing you got for Christmas, man? Uh, Nintendo 3DS. You did got a 3DS! A new Nintendo. Well, no, hold on. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. That's the second best thing that I got for Christmas. The first best thing that I got for Christmas is a visual history of Back to the Future trilogy book that was given to me by somebody very special. Well played. fantastic. Well played. Uh, honestly, the DS is a better present, but I appreciate that you acknowledge my gift uh, to you. Thank you. It really was cool. That, that book was really neat. I, when I saw it in the store, I was like, man, this is, this is the dilemma that I had. I'm buying this, but I'm not decided yet if I'm going to give it to Steven or keep it to myself and then just show it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, I decided it was better in your hands than in mine, but it, it was really cool. It had a lot of neat little prop replicas in it. it had the, uh, the the dust jacket, if yes. you're into dust. Uh, well, from, that was before they made dust-repellent paper. Yeah, they uh, from from the George uh, McFly's uh, Match Made in Space, and uh, yeah. it had the, the telegraph from uh, the Western Union Telegraph. and uh, That's the, the Marty's cool. Letter to Doc. Marty's yeah. Letter to Doc. And I, I love the, the clock tower uh, yes. flyer. And then the photograph. Yes. That is actually a lenticular photograph when you yes, turn it. Yes, it's fantastic. His brother so and sister cool. I showed disappear. my mom that. My mom's like, oh, that's so cool. That's cool. As yeah. long as your mom likes it. As long as Debbie approves. Deborah approves. Very cool. But you had a cool 3DS. Uh, what, what have you been playing on your 3DS? What uh, have, what's captured your heart so far? Mostly Animal Crossing. Woo! That's right. Uh, that's right. I, I, I got three games. I got Animal Crossing. I got Pokemon Alpha Sapphire and Majora's Mask. And Majora's Mask has been unopened because I've been playing Animal Crossing. I had Majora's Mask for a very long time before I ever got around to opening it. And... Um, I opened it and I played it for a little bit and then I put it down and it's beautiful. It's a wonderful game. I totally underestimated it from my ex limited experience with it on the Nintendo 64. And um, but after I played it for a little while, I just sort of lost my direction and put it down and went back to Animal Crossing. So yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. You've just taken your first step into a much smaller world. Yeah. Uh, moving around the horn to player two, fresh off the plane from New Jersey, the like, lovely Tory Line. Literally, I literally just, I haven't been home yet. Step, stepped off plane, got in Tony's van, now we're here. That's right. I accosted her from the Orlando <laughs> International Airport. I said, get to the chopper. Yes, he did. I, I mean, her Jersey did. accent is thick tonight. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I feel like I, feel like I can here. smell the Gino's cheesesteak. It's like, oh, the, the oh, putrid man. smells of the Jersey Shore. Ugh. Right, we uh, don't gotta yeah, go there. Polluted okay. salt water and uh, <laughs> funnel cakes and toxic waste. It's uh, it's all there. Sounds it's like Chris Christie in Atlantic City. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's exactly. I, mean, I flew out of Atlantic City, so that's right, you know, there you go. Exactly. Did you have a good a good time up in I the, uh, the frozen wastelands? Yes, I got lots of sleep, which I needed. Good. And ate lots of food, which I also needed. <laughs> what 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 what's your Jersey comfort food? Like, what's something that you you go home and you go, I've got to have this. Uh, my mom's mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Because I love mashed potatoes. What's special about your mom's mashed potatoes? They're just your mom's. They're just she puts lard they're really in it. good. <laughs> she does not. They're made with lard and love. I also had lots of bagels. The secret ingredient is salt. I had lots of bagels because that's kind of all we had. 
and I got to experience some uh, gluten-free foods because my little sister now has to be strictly gluten-free, and some of them were good, and some of them were tasted like Play-Doh. All right, so you ate a lot of Play-Doh, bagels, and uh, mashed potatoes. No wonder you slept a lot. You were were going to a carb coma. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you know. Did you get anything cool for Christmas, anything worth noting? I did. I I have have it with me. Hold on. I got a really awesome Link hoodie. Nice. It's got, like, his hat. This is the hood. I got Isabel, the amiibo, which I had been eyeing for a very long time. Did you? Yes. Isabel's from Animal Crossing. I get that reference now. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to think. Oh, I got new headphones, which I desperately needed. And an Apple TV, which is kind of a hand-me-down, Ooh. but it's okay. Oh, no, no, hey, the Apple, Apple TV is, good. is a legitimate hey. device for entertainment. Well, my dad got the new one. Right. So they gave me the, the old one. First, the old one. Is it the black one or the... It's the black one. Yeah, the black one. That's cool. That's what I, I have. I think that's the one you have. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. I like it, Oh, yeah. you know the one I have. <laughs> well, yeah. So <laughs> I know the one you every have. Time, I was with you when you bought it. Every <laughs> time I go out of town, Tori house sits for me. So my, the best my, vacation. My Netflix probably knows her stuff better than it knows my stuff. <laughs> I think it knows Sonny's a little bit. That's probably true. <laughs> it's all Sunny, Sunny D runs the house. Uh, all right, well, good. Well, it's great to have you back. We Yay, missed you with back. a ferocity. Um, I think that her mom thinks I was trying to bribe and manipulate her into coming back down here by <laughs> offering her Disney passes and, and the like, but uh, and I, I certainly did not, unless for whatever reason you thought Disney passes would work, in which case, <laughs> let's, let's talk some numbers. Uh, speaking of numbers, we're going to move around the table to the big man himself, player four, Quentin. Gregory Neff. Hello. Hey, what's up, boss? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, stuff. Stuff. <laughs> stuff and things. Uh, a tender heart and a softly spoken word by Mr. <laughs> Neff tonight. Uh, Neff, Neff, what's going on, dude? What's uh, what's uh, how was your Christmas? It was really good. Really good. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about the uh, the thunder where where you were from, man. What was <laughs> happening? What was under your tree, man? Well, I got a, a, a candy egg. Which was cool. It was chocolate. Pause. What's a candy egg? It's an egg that's candy. Okay, uh, obviously. But w- what is what is that? What, what does that mean? It's a chocolate egg. It's egg made of chocolate. Is it the kind that has Easter? the little toys inside? No, it's just chocolate. Oh, it's not like one of those little Kinder eggs. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those are fancy. Oh, okay. So not a fancy candy egg. <laughs> no, it's regular. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> what the crap was that? Oh, I had to sneeze. Steven's so face heavy. just exploded like that guy oh. from Scanners. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so we were thinking too hard. Uh, yeah. Um, so so the, you got a candy egg. Yeah. Was it like a Cadbury egg that someone forgot to give you at Easter and they just kind of stored it away? No, not even. No, okay. Was uh, that the best thing that you got? Um, that was pretty good. Oh, and I got a PS4 too. That was pretty cool. So candy egg and the most advanced home console available. So I mean, I think I broke even. (laughs) (laughs) A little from column A, a little from column B. Uh, I mean, yeah. he, he had that by trading a Sharknado DVD, so... That is true. Yeah. That's true. Right? Those white elephant gift things, man, sometimes they really swing in your favor. Yeah, what uh, what, what game have you been playing on your on your PS4? I've been playing several games. Uh, I've played a little bit of Battlefront, which came with it, and... Yeah, we got to get online and play that, John. The man. subsequent uh, Star Wars games that also came with it. The oh, so you ones. got the Battlefront edition with the with the bonus, like the, the old, the like old Super Nintendo. Did it have oh, Battlefront nice. 2? No, no, I wish it did. Oh my goodness, I would have cried. I That's been awesome. Like, it's all I play. It's platform well, we too. need to get together and you need to show me some of that stuff. That's really cool. So welcome to the club, man. Welcome mm-hmm. to the next Thank level. And PlayStation I'm, 4, it only does everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm playing, um, I played Journey. Nice. Woo! Loved Journey. Yeah. So good. And then I Now been, all of us have played Journey. Yes. Yay! Hey! Neff, uh, Neff sent me a text when he finished it. And he was like, 
I was going up the last hill oh, and yeah. I felt and the guy that I was with waited for me and I'm like <laughs> there's no other game that creates that kind of <laughs> so, like experience so it just tear. it finds strings in your heart that you didn't know were there and just right? tugs on them it's wonderful yeah. so, and I've been playing uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture which is another interesting which interesting is a fantastically game beautiful game beautifully done game oh. uh, my, my, I, I doff my hat to the uh, the Chinese room and yes. to the, the team over there especially the, the, the music and Santa Monica Apparently, is the, has the they, game they, locked down? They make me happy every time. Every do time. they do Journey as well? Uh, do they? Yeah. Yes. yes. They, they do yes. all of the amazing the like, one. kind of uh, <laughs> flower um, mm-hmm. flow. Mm-hmm. There's another one that's coming out. I can't remember the name of it. It's the the guy that was the artistic director for I think Flower and Journey Ooh. is now he's kind of done his own thing and he's got that same kind of like nonviolent like yes. explorative version game and it's underwater. And I saw I saw a picture of it, and I went, I want to go to there. Huh. I want it. Yeah, I yeah. want to live there. So that was that was in an article of like the forty four games that we're looking forward to in twenty sixteen. So yes. uh, maybe this time next year we'll be talking about how amazing that game was. But uh, I'm glad that you got you got a PS four man. I look forward to uh, friending you online. Nefer. The next game is to be. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Nice. Very nice. Nefer say Nefer. Is that, Nefer say Nefer. Is that, that you? Is it. Uh, Steven, you are on PlayStation Network. Stevo Supremo 26. Stevo Supremo 26. I am S. Talavera. Uh, the reason why is because I created my PlayStation Network ID before there was like a PlayStation Network. I went online to download a copy of uh, Crash Bandicoot for oh, my man. PSP, and it asked me to log in, and I hate going through like, log in, give your email, create an account, so I just gave it the most generic stupid uh, one-off name I ever could and when I got my PS3 when there was a PlayStation Network it asked for my email address and boom it went oh you already have an account boom here's your crappy name and you can't change it on the PlayStation Network so I got what I got and crap so uh, mine is please send a new PS4 yeah to, she uh, is uh, my, my to Steve-O that's I, where she wants I played it. my <laughs> no. DS I don't have a big boy system I, I have no I don't I have a Wii but I don't think that counts a, a Wii I have a Wii. Yeah, Wii, yes. which literally means small and tiny and diminutive. <laughs> well, Not you know, it unlike so. Tori. So. It's a family system, and most families have it, big boys in them. So. Right. And you have a DS, so. I do. DS. I, now, DS now all of a sudden, the, the DS is, is somehow like validated to Steve, and he's like, yes. oh, yeah, you have a DS, like, <laughs> like us. Now it matters. <laughs> I'm part of the group now. It is. I, I, I carried my DS. We went to uh, downtown Disney tonight. Yeah. Well, excuse me, Disney Springs. I forgot my, oh, my I car. changed the name I for it. Mine. And uh, I, yeah, I brought mine with me just in case we had a little bit of downtime while we were out there. And my my street pass is lit up. I have yet to check it, but I always enjoy going out to public places where you have a lot of international uh, people because you never know what you can pick airports up. Airports are especially nice. Airports are especially nice unless you want to. Like I always feel like airports are uh, a sketchy place too, though, because like I, you might street pass something good, but you might also come out with like Ebola flu or something. So. What's the well, what's the benefit zero for to hundred real quick? I just was yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, the, a little little from column A, a little from column B. It's a candy egg and a PS4. It is what it is. <laughs> what's a, what's a street pass? A street pass. Uh, explain street pass to her. You are our Nintendo oh. wizard aficionado. Okay, so you street pass is uh, is Nintendo's hey. conveniently uh, manipulative way to get everybody to play together. And street pass is when uh, your DS code. Uh, passes somebody else's DS code and Ooh. they kind of meet in the meat plaza and you can like so for example in Animal Crossing uh, if they have Animal Crossing their house shows up in the designated area and you can go and actually buy for- furniture 
that they have that you might not. And it's different for each game. Like Pokemon, I think you get, I don't know, Super Smash Bros. is a mini game you play, and it's like, you know. Yeah, so every game kind of has a different application mm-hmm. for the Street mm-hmm. Pass. Like in, in Shovel Knight, you have to compete against uh, one of their characters in sort of like a versus mode. Or in Mario Kart, you can race against one of their best time, like mm-hmm. the ghost of their best time. Yeah. So That's you cool. pass by somebody, and you kind of get this um, contact virus of yeah. uh, well, one I'm, of their game memories. And mm-hmm. then you, it, it's just kind of a, a neat way to say, hey, I just passed this person. And it's like Journey. Yep. That the experience that you have in Journey only uh, well, vicariously not, through mini games. Well, well I know your son loves to bring his DS everywhere just for Street Pass. Well, purposes. you know, we went to we went to a convention called Otronicon at the the Orlando Science Center, which was a science and technology and gaming game design. I mean, it was just this really cool little convention. Tom Croom from uh, Wasabi Anime uh, got us in there, and we just had a blast over there. And Tom was like, "You got to bring your DS because there's people out there that have things." And I, I don't understand exactly how this works because again, I'm not a connected gamer i'm like a player one player two on the couch next to each other gamer because i'm over 30 but <laughs> tom was was explaining to me you can go out there and we, there, there are certain things that you can get by connecting with people that are regionally unlocked things yes. so tom's like i've been to japan so i have a lot of japanese exclusive mm-hmm. stuff so you can connect and and get certain things by for example in animal crossing you get a, a letter from nintendo that says you know the japanese item xyz is available for so many amounts of time Go get one, that kind of thing. Well, I don't have a 3DS, so I guess I'll just carry my Wii U in my back pocket. <laughs> yeah, just I'll try. Just throw that PS4 in your. I'll, knapsack I'll trade you. I'll trade fun. you the PS4 for a DS. <laughs> <laughs> you thought. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. It's great Yay. to have the family back together. Oh, well, you're gesturing yeah. to me. I was what like, what did you, what did you get for Christmas? Actually, yeah, let me tell you what I got for. Well, first off, my, my Christmas always begins on Black Friday when I go online and I begin buying a bunch of ridiculous things for myself and, and I did this year oh my goodness he's probably going to listen to this but I'm going to go ahead and put it out there anyway I actually bought a whole bunch of things for myself on Black Friday that I really wanted but then decided to wrap them up and give them to my son for Christmas so he would get <laughs> extra presents because then I would just use them myself anyway uh, I got him like Tearaway for the PS4 I really mm-hmm. wanted to play that I got it at a good price I wrapped it up and gave it to him hey here's a Playstation 4 game that I know you're not going to play but I'll enjoy the heck out of it thanks <laughs> very nice so it's a win-win really <laughs> And uh, it, it's really funny that you you mentioned that because um, my mom took him out tonight and uh, he came home and had a, a new Amiibo. He had the 8-Bit Mario Amiibo. Yes, what? my sister got that one. Now, That's this cool. was the thing. Uh, my wife saw it and she goes, why did you ask Grandma to get that for you? Uh, you already have it. And he said, no, I don't. And... We looked at each other and said, but we got it for him for, oh, no. We got it for him for Christmas and forgot to give it to him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so like, nice. What in the world? Go to the, go to the uh, I was gonna, about to say when, but he will he will figure that out. We went to the hiding place where, where things go. And we found it. And it was still sitting up there. The cool thing was she bought him the blue, the modern colored 8-bit yes, Mario. Yes, because there's two. We had purchased him the brown original. So, so now he has so both. both. So Did he have, did you give it to him? Yeah, I gave it to him. Why not? Actually, I said, you know what? I'm going to keep this. He's like. Oh, you're going to take my present then? I'm like, shut up, you little drama. Blue is in like drama overalls, boy. and then brown is in like. In the original, what you think of as Mario now, he's wearing red overalls and, and the blue shirt underneath, or blue overalls. Blue overalls and, and red, red shirt. shirt. No, no, blue. it's red overalls and a blue shirt. No, it's no? blue no? overalls and red shirt. Okay. <laughs> they, they did both. Did they? In the promotional I'm art for the original Super Mario Brothers. Listen, look at, look at, ni- I'm serious. No, look at 1986 <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. The original promotional art, he was wearing red overalls and a blue shirt. I promise you. Luigi was wearing white overalls and a green shirt. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, But in the game itself, he didn't wear blue. He wore red and brown. His shirt Mm -hmm. and mustache were were Is that what he wore in uh, Donkey Kong 2? In Donkey Kong, he wore red and blue. He wore red and blue in Donkey Kong. And he wore red and blue in Donkey Kong, and he wore blue and red in uh, the inverse color in Donkey Kong Jr. If I'm not mistaken, someone might call me out on that, but I'm pretty sure that the screens of those arcade games are burned into the back of my retina from (laughs) uh, overuse from the early Saturation. Yeah, now he's he's red shirt and blue overalls, but yeah, I saw that. I never seen that before. Yeah, darling. I don't play. No, no, I trusted you. I Thank just you. wanted to Listen, see it. You, you say what I want to. I am the I'm Blathers the Owl of the <laughs> Nintendo Fun Club. All right, I'm pre Nintendo Power. Back when it was the Nintendo Fun Club newsletter, I know who Howard and Nestor are. Come on at me. I'm telling you what. I, you don't even know. You don't Google Howard and Nestor right now. Did Nintendo you have a Power. Robot? No, Howard. No, Howard was um the the president of the Nintendo Fun Club, and they used to do a little cartoon series in the Nintendo magazine. Uh, it was like it was like a little comic strip of Howard. And Nestor, Nestor was sort of the look at me, I'm the kid with Tude who likes Nintendo, and he's uh, sort yeah. of the foil of, of Howard. Howard Phillips, I think the guy's name was. Howard he's, Phillips was, uh, you know, look at me, I'm so proper, I have my bow tie, and I'm sort of the guy that's trying to keep this thing all together. Anyway, we're not even talking about what we're supposed to be talking about tonight. Uh, we're talking about 2015 tonight. Actually, I'm back in 1988. <laughs> so, um, anyhow, uh, good stuff, fun stuff. Uh, so let's let's look forward to looking behind tonight. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to look back and catalog our personal favorite moments of geekdom uh, from the past year. Uh, from the past calendar year, we're going to go back and, and uh, I've asked each of the Nerdy Godcast crew to kind of come and bring uh, something that maybe was significant to them or something that made an impact on them or something that they really, really think we would be remiss to not mention and reminisce about. So uh, I guess what we'll probably do is I'll ask you guys just to do your... What we, we've asked you guys to bring your top three nerd geek things from 2015. Uh, so we'll go around the horn, we'll do our number three, we'll circle back around, do number two, and then we'll uh, wash down the drain with our numero unos. So uh, who wants to start first? I'm thinking about between one and ten. Seven. Eight. Two. The number was nine. Steve-O, you go first, buddy. Mm. And then we'll circle the table clockwise. All right. Hit it, man. All right, uh, my number three. Wait, wait, should we do like a drum roll or something? I mean, no, let's not. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> wait, what was that? Exactly. Okay. Uh, my number three. I think I just went like Chuba. <laughs> there you go. That's our drum roll. That's it. It's a chewy roar. Chewy roar. Um, my number three is. Wait, mo- that sounds like it would be a delicious candy bar. Chewy like, roar. Ooh, ooh. Do, you, do you have any chewy roars? <laughs> you know, go look, go look in the fridge. Those would be like. Yeah, okay. Those are the best. A chill, chill. <laughs> wait, wait. A time? chill, chewy roar. And number three. My number three. Is uh, Marvel's Age of Ultron? Ooh, the movie, mm, big the movie. movie. I yes, did that come out in 2015? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it came out on, like <laughs> May second. The number one movie of 2015 before the it dinosaurs was... and the Jedi's came. Yes, <laughs> it was at one point the number one movie of 2015. I liked Age of Ultron. I did too. A lot of people, I think, kind of crapped on it a little bit, and it wasn't it wasn't as great as Avengers. But I think with the Avengers. The first one, you had a little bit of overhype, not in a bad way, because this was the first time all these people were finally coming together. Oh, I mean, Avengers was an event. Yes. uh, So when Avengers 2 comes out, you're kind of used to it, so you're almost a little numb to it. Uh, I think that's one of the things that I'm nervous about in Civil War, is that it's like, oh, everyone's back together again. Hmm. But I I, I trust that they'll create that tension. So let me ask you, you saw Age of Ultron, Tori? I have not seen Age of Ultron yet. What? I know. I almost spoiled it. Well, you have to keep in mind, remember after every show you ask me what's up, and I say homework. Homework. (laughs) I kind of live at school, so call me some slack. You're almost done. 
Do go to Tony's and watch it on Blu-ray. I'm just saying. Yeah, so I'd figure say out we do July. that tonight. We have time. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> we mosey on over. Uh, Neff, you saw it, right? I saw it twice. How, how did you I feel about Ultron as a villain? Because I think that's one of the big dividing points between people. They say, uh, and, and we understand that Loki is, is, those are big golden shoes to fill. Yeah. Uh, he, Ultron. He was interesting. Uh, as a villain, he, like, it was a misguided sense of purpose, and I think that was... That's what makes a good villain, though. Kind of like a, a Zod character. Like, he thinks he's doing right. We've talked about this before. No, I've, that's true. I think that was... You've preached about using this before. Yeah, that is one of the things that I thought was really cool. Ultron really thought that he was solving the problem. And, uh, yeah. of course, solving the problem meant eliminating the humans. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. tends to be the solution to yeah. some problems. Well, yeah. Uh, Tori, Tori just came back from Jersey. She's already talking about uh, eliminating humans. humans. <laughs> uh, that right, solution right. some problems, at least where I come from. That's right. <laughs> Can't spell genocide without Jersey. Don't. Sure you can. <laughs> not if you spell genocide with a J. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Why is that not a supervillain named Genocide with a J? Hello, my name's Jennifer. Otherwise known as Genocide. Genocide. <laughs> this is my sidekick, Typhoid Mary. <laughs> Hello there. Uh, very good. All right, Age of Ultron. So uh, it, that is your number three biggest uh, nerd news geek event of the year. Yes. Um, and, and it did kind of fade into obscurity pretty quickly, but uh, I, I do like that. That sets up the whole... The, the, the conclusion of the, all the Phase 2 movies, right? Yes. Yeah, so, well, I think Ant-Man was the f- official conclusion. I think Ant-Man's Phase 3. I think it was... We've had this conversation before, yes, and, but I, and you're wrong. I, so, uh, Tori, uh, what was uh, your uh, number three geek moment? On to the next one. I've just decided that, you know what? I can just say you're wrong and then move on. <laughs> Conversation's over. Yay. Go back to playing your DS. Uh, Tori, what do you think? Um, So, I had a... Mostly because uh, games are kind of my... My field, that's I guess. your bailiwick. Yeah, so I'm gonna start with the one that has like the least amount of information about it. Um, but uh, a new Zelda was announced this year oh. with some leaked everything, yes, for the most part, and so many rumors about the infinitely open world, open like world no, no load times and I stuff. Tingle. And I tingle, I know. and not like the oh. green spandex tingle, not yeah, not that tingle, <laughs> like but the good kind of tingle. It was so, and just wait, the, wait, wait, just wait, wait. the blip wait. of you, you green gotta, spandex tingle. You'll you get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, you'll get to it. It's in your game. Okay. Just the brief blip of gameplay we saw, which I think was gameplay. It wasn't like cinematic. Was like inspiring. It was beautiful. Yeah. And also, it's beautiful. It, no, it is really beautiful. It's and it's one of those ones that I think that uh, it, it could be a redefinition of that franchise. I hope they wait and put it on the NX thing and not on not the, Wii the Wii U. I really don't want yeah, them to I mean, do like what they did with Skyward Sword. On the that what should thing? have been a Wii U thing. Well, it, it's but remember what they did with uh, Twilight Princess. They put it out on the Wii when it should have been a GameCube game. So it needs to go where it needs to go. But they just need to not jump the gun like they do with Skyward This Sword, is what is I I'm hope. <laughs> if, if the NX has a better controller than that gigantic, weird, awkward, chunky touchpad... What about then, the Wii U Pro Controller? Do I, I don't want to... Nintendo does this thing where they make <laughs> you buy accessories just to play games. Uh, you, you shrug nonchalantly because you're like, Nintendo, take my money. I say, hey, I've already bought your system. Now let me enjoy the games for that system. Uh, yeah, Nintendo's like, oh, yeah, sure, but first you have to buy this. Come on, man. I mean, I'll give them enough credit that they let me still use my old Wii controllers. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. What is the Annex? 
the the NX oh, is yeah. the code name for the next Nintendo system that's coming out. It's already coming out. Yeah, they kind of realize that the Wii U is sort of tanking. I just started playing the Wii. Most <laughs> people don't realize that the Wii U is its own system. They just kind of think it's yeah. a screen for the Wii. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but Nintendo puts out clever like code names for their upcoming consoles. I'm excited to play a Twilight Princess on there because I think it's going to be better than the Wii version. Twilight Princess, well, HD. Oh, yeah, absolutely, and really, I guess that, really that's, that's kind of the flip side of the coin. I'm I'm excited yeah. to play Twilight Princess. So friggin' stoked! I'm excited to play Twilight Princess where I don't have to waggle a controller. Yes. I'm making a waggling motion right yes. now with my hand. It's very I unflattering. Had to Wind Waker first, and that's just. I played me. that over the weekend Wind with Waker. the Wii U Pro controller. I'm, I'm Wind dying. Waker HD is was, one of the most beautiful games. Really? Yeah. Oh, but it's so hard. Goodness. I have to confirm. It is, it it's, no, it's a tricky game. No, no. It, it's a tricky game because there's a lot of navigation and sort of trying to figure out where things are to get a satisfactory result. You got to spend a lot of time kind of trolling that map. Think True. they'll ever come out with that for the DS? No. Wind Waker? Probably yeah. not. <laughs> they'll probably come out with the uh, with the new 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 3DS version of the Wind Waker. Okay. Okay. Your kids are gonna love it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Neff, what's your uh, what's your number three? My number three is Jurassic World. Okay. Uh, the the second biggest movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dethrone Age of Ultron. That is true. Now, now I, I'm going to confess, I never saw Jurassic World. You own oh. It. I know. I own two copies of it. I own, Whoa. Like, I own How a do you own two copies? My dad gave me a Blu-ray copy, but I'd already bought the 3D Blu-ray copy. I've still not watched it yet. It's good. We uh, should go to your house tonight good. and watch it. <laughs> okay, right after we watch Age of Ultron. Yeah, movie uh, marathon. What up? movies of 2015. <laughs> That's marathon. right, we're going to watch it. But we have to wait like three months for Star Wars to come out. No, we'll just go see it in the theater. By, <laughs> by the time we're done watching those other two, it'll be the theater will be open. Uh, <laughs> Neff, what, what, tell me about Jurassic World. Like, what was what, What's your sort of summary of it, or what, what captivated you about it? Well, I mean, the whole story is basically they make a new dinosaur. Wait, wait. Nobody knows. No spoilers. Oh, no, no, no. Don't spoil that movie for oh, me. It came what, out eight months ago. <laughs> no, what, what was it about it that, that really you go... Oh, oh what was it about it? Was it, was it nostalgia? Was it, was it you know uh, the taking it to the new level? Was it kind of more of the same? There was um there were certain parts that brought me back to watching... My personal favorite was was the second one, The Lost World. Episode 2. <laughs> yeah, World. I almost said episode 2. Was that the one where the Velociraptor fell in love with Padme? <laughs> yeah, then the, that's then the one where they brought Anakin uh, to a place. They found out the, about the the, the Velociraptor Raptor clone army. You took my joke and then just decided to kind of, hey, this is my own version of. Thank you for being the Hydrox version of my Oreo joke. Hey, it was a it was a Jurassic Park two joke, so it can only go so far. He left us. He left us. He left that's, us. He left us. That's not what I'm going to do. <laughs> Let's go faster. Uh, so, <laughs> do you think that uh, do you think that Jurassic World was another stepping stone for Chris Pratt to ultimately take over all forms of media? I think it's def- it's it's like a uh, Michael Fassbender being in the Assassin's Creed movie. It's just one more part of his nerd ascension. <laughs> yeah. I, I, okay. So Michael Fassbender versus Chris Pratt. Who has the uh, the greater nerd clout? Chris Pratt. I keep forgetting him. Ooh, Chris Pratt only he has He was Magneto two. in X-Men First yeah, Class. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be yeah, been over but, this. But Star-Lord is better. He, Star-Lord is original. Michael Fassbender has to compete with somebody for his uh Magneto. Yeah, but Star-Lord is original, but he's still just uh, Andy from Parks and Rec in a yeah, spaceship. But I'm just saying, like Michael Fassbender has somebody to be compared to. Chris Pratt has nobody to be compared to. Michael Fassbender. Uh, in, in all fairness, I never compared Michael Fassbender to uh, Ian McClellan. I never, I never made their Magneto like leap. There. I never did that too, but he still has somebody who he's quote unquote up against because you'll have people that be like, yeah, Ian McClellan's is much better. Star Lord, there's only been one so far. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I, I make that comparison, but I can see where you're coming from. I think that um, we, we, you see fan bases clamoring for oh, who can play this part? Chris Pratt can play that part. Indiana Jones, Chris Pratt. Oh, why yeah. not? Young Han Solo, Chris Pratt. Why no, not? No, no. Yeah. Uh, so no. good. And, and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard was in that. Yes, yes, she uh, was. Did she, she was delightful. Did she come back from uh, the the Gwen Stacy stink that was on her? Yes. Oh, that's right. She, she, had, was she, Gwen she was Gwen Stacy. Whoa! She was the Gwen Stacy that we all forgot. She was She's the, the undercover nerd princess. <laughs> Topher uh, Grace's ex-girlfriend, uh, Gwen Stacy. Oh, goodness. Uh, very cool. So, Jurassic World. Good. I- I'm going to have to watch it. Thank you for not spoiling it for me. It's really good. Uh, I don't know that there's anything you probably could spoil. I get the idea. There's a theme park with dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs go awry and start eating the visitors. It's almost Bryce like Dallas Howard is actually a dinosaur. How you, how did you it's know? like Transformers <laughs> yeah, 2. It's almost as if they've done this three times. Uh, very cool. Uh, anything else about Jurassic World? Uh, watch it, Tony. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. Thank you, Nevery. Um, I guess I will do my my uh, number number three thing. Um, man, it's so tough. I, this is one that I know that it's not really out yet, but it's sort of an announcement that happened, and uh, it, it's built a little bit of anticipation. It could be a game changer. Kind of goes along with what Tori said earlier. Uh, Nintendo announcing they're they're moving over to mobile platforming. Yes. Which really? is kind of a big yes. step for Nintendo because they are Nintendo and Sega were sort of the pioneers of console masters, at least the enduring ones. With all apologies to like Neo Geo and TurboGrafx sixteen and uh, company, you know exactly. You're shrugging. Oh. Commodore, <laughs> um, but they Commodore no wasn't a console. It was a computer. Sorry, but they they were these uh, franchise mascot based systems and. Sega basically dug itself into a grave and stopped making their own consoles and just sort of leased out Sonic to other consoles, which is why you see Sonic now in Smash Brothers and having random Olympic events with Mario and uh, on the Xbox or the PlayStation or wherever he shows up. Boom. Boom, indeed. Uh, and they, they basically, here's our franchise and our characters, but we, he, he used to be locked to this console, but now he, he's not. Nintendo has been the opposite of that. Nintendo has had such a tight reign, uh, weird CDI Zelda games notwithstanding, uh, <laughs> of we own and we control our characters. They've never let them go. But the Wii U really, uh, it really rocked their world quite a bit because the, the system tanked. It did not get the reaction that people were hoping to get. And they uh, had to start reimagining their strategy. Um, and the way that they decided to do that was seeing the big success of mobile platforming. Um, you got you can't deny the kind of money that Candy Crush makes. You can't deny the kind of money that Angry Birds makes, or that um, you know Mojang is just uh, scraping in every day oh off of Minecraft on, on iPhones. Uh, Nintendo has probably very wisely made the decision to start bringing some of their franchises to the mobile platform. And a lot of people speculated on what that was going to look like. Are they going to re-release, you know, uh, virtual console games for the iPhone or something like that? And it looks like so far they're creating original properties or original versions of of existing properties uh, that are exclusive and native to iPhones. Uh, There's one, my son was telling me about it, I haven't read about it, but it's kind of a social gaming platform that's going to be the first one that comes out. But the big one that really caught everyone's attention that they announced this year is a Pokemon game called Pokemon Go, which looks like an Mm. AR uh, an augmented reality version of the Pokemon game that's designed to be played not only socially but uh, geographically. Like you would have to go and hunt down Pokemon based on maps and locations in your actual town. That's cool. Yeah, it seems like a really neat thing. If you, if you haven't seen it yet, you have to look up the trailer for this thing. It's really cool. I'm not even a Pokemon guy. I kind of was out of the the mobile gaming loop when Pokemon was rising in. 
that was like the first year I was in, I was kind of in college and out of, out of high school and I didn't carry a Game Boy around with me. But when I watched this trailer, I said, oh my goodness, I want to play this game. This It, it looked it looked like an incredible experience. I know that it's not going to be anything like what the trailer oh, no. uh, demonstrates it to be. First off, a lot of cool kids playing Pokemon, and we all know cool kids don't play Pokemon. Yeah, He's I trying to get Pokemon. us out of the house. That's right. It's like cool Nintendo's tricked us into exercising. Thanks, Michelle Obama. Obama, <laughs> sweet potato. But um, but it, it seemed like a really really interesting game. So I'm I'm excited to see that happening. I know the game's not out yet, but uh, but that announcement I thought was really a I'm throwing the air quotes up here game changer for Nintendo, and uh, I think that they're probably going to see some actual success with that. And it's going to so. open the door, I think, to a lot more uh, following. Uh, certainly, for, uh, some innovation from them, and it's um, I'm confident it's going to breed some imitation uh, from others. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's my that's my number three. Um, All right, Stevo. Uh, number two for me is the announcement of the reboot of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Okay, that was not the, what, what explain that to me because that, that's not even on my radar. Uh, Saban Entertainment. Announced, I believe it's Saban. I might be mispronouncing that. Uh, they kind of it's pronounced throat wobbler mangrove. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I can't remember who they're working with, but they're uh, basically taking the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers story arc and characters, and they're doing a reboot um, movie, and like they're recasting it. You know, completely starting from the from ground zero. And so far, they've cast it, but they've only cast the original five. They haven't cast anybody else. Okay, that's not the limited independent movie then that, that uh, had Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. No, the one that was really, like, adult? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not that no, one. Okay. Uh, but what I kind of did some research about it, and what's really making me kind of excited is the people that they brought on to write it is a writing team of Ashley Miller and Zach Stentz, and they actually wrote Thor and X-Men First Class. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, I can, so I can get a, behind a, that. Kind of a, a legitimate pedigree there. Yeah, and then the cinematographer, whose name escapes me because he's, uh, I think he's German and I can't pronounce German names. He, uh, it's pronounced Throat Wobbler Mangrove. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually the cinematographer who uh, shot uh, the entire Daredevil TV show. The first oh, season. Oh, wow. So wow. I'm like, okay, nice. okay. Uh, the director, uh, Dean Israelite, the only thing that he's basically known for is for the movie Project Almanac, which I didn't see. But I've heard decent things about It's like a time travel movie. Wait, is it Project Almanac the one that um, that Josh Trank did? Oh, no, it was Chronicle. Yes, yeah. that's Chronicle. Gotcha. Uh, similar Project Almanac was a time, time travel-y. Yeah, time sort of, time yeah. travel found footage. Well, they're, gotcha. Yeah, they're both found um, footage. But this is what really made me happy is the composer – uh, that they got for it is the guy who actually did like the original theme for Body Morphin. Pre- He's the guy who wrote oh, Go cool. Go Power Rangers. I love that. So, I love that they did that. Yeah, so I'm re- I'm like, okay, that's really cool. And I think he's done like all the subsequent Power Rangers shows. I was in Think Geek the other day, and they were playing on their you know mixtape, whatever they play in the store. Your shopping music, uh, the longest and most like over the top version of the Power Rangers theme song I've ever <laughs> heard in my entire life. I'm like, is this song ever going in? I feel like I need a roundhouse <laughs> kick this display of pop vinyl figures. I don't know. <laughs> what to do with my yeah. life <laughs> yeah I don't know. but uh yeah i'm just really excited are, are for you it. okay no that was my impression of tommy i thought that was you having a seizure see <laughs> that he always has like a at the beginning he was like yeah yeah that's, that's what he did but i'm excited for it. some people are upset with the casting um i don't really care i don't care you know what race a person is as long as they stay true to the character that's so right. i mean like billy cranston is played by a black guy this time i don't care 
Uh, the only thing that was weird is they played a Spanish girl to play Trini, but they didn't change her name. She's still Trini Quan, and it's uh, some Spanish girl. That's just a little weird. Hey, listen, we had we had a Spanish girl playing a white girl in the Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, you know, so. I, don't, I don't see <laughs> with color. a black brother <laughs> with a black brother from the other Fantastic Four movie. Hold on a second. Uh, so. Uh, anyway, I'm excited for it. I mean, that really spoke to my to my geek heart when when they announced it. I was upset about it until I kind of researched it because I was really I'm like, please don't bring Michael Bay in to produce this, and he's not <laughs> touching yeah. it. Now, hold on, I don't know that that's fair because I saw the Ninja Turtles two trailer, and that actually Whoa. looked like a yeah. lot of fun. I, I actually mean, wanted to watch I know. It. I mean, at least I he's not like directing it. That's all I'm saying. Like, be the power bang- bangers. I still, I still never <laughs> what? Still never saw the original yeah, Ninja, of the cool. Ninja Turtles movie. The the Bay. Uh, it, it's it's all right. It's it, it's definitely geared towards a younger audience. Yeah, so it's not geared a, towards me. And I, once I kind of got over that, it was enjoyable. Well, I, I hope that they do right by you for Power Rangers because if that one goes sour for you, I, I don't see us talking you down from the ledge, man. I think you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna if just I get... <laughs> turn away. And that, that's a that's a so deeply rooted in your heart. I, Power Rangers and Back to the Future to me are distinctly Stevo identifiable properties. Steven, come well, down, come down. No, they're, I'll be I'll be they're okay. They're not doing Back to the I Future just, four oh, anymore. Uh, and they're not going to do that literally over their dead bodies. <laughs> Listen, that's good. That's good. I'm glad. So leave I'm okay good movies that. in the past. Exactly. Uh, speaking of good movies in the past, uh, this is not on my list of things. I don't know if this is on any of your list of things, but um, I was in the Lego store tonight, and I saw a Lego set of the Ghostbusters Firehouse. That's what? So <clears throat> it's got about 4,600 Legos. It comes with all four Ghostbusters. It comes with Louis Tully. It comes with Janine Melnitz. It comes with the Library Ghost. It comes with Slimer. It comes with a couple other little floating spooks, specters, and ghouls. Uh, it, it, the entire house actually opens up and has all the inside, yeah, yeah. including a fire pole that actually worked for them to spin down. I was so geeked out. I'm like, I need someone that wants to bless me with $350. <laughs> I kind of so really want that. It, no, a it lot. was totally amazing. Totally amazing. Um, Sell me your PS4 and you can go buy it. My heart, it's broken. Very good. Um, all right, Tori, number two. Number two. Um, gonna continue with my Nintendo theme. Uh, one of the games that came out this year for the Nintendo Wii U was uh, Mario Maker. Oh yeah. Which ch- was kind of kind of a kind of a game changer in its own weird kind of way um, in that it gave the power to the players in, and they could exercise their their inner game designers because that's really who's designing games now is, is gamers. And sure. I think that's I think it's how it should be. Um, I actually it hits kind of personal with me because I know game designers and they got really into it. It was an affordable way to to design levels and that kind of thing and really get into it and share with the community like of other level designers and stuff yeah. and some of those kids down the street who were obnoxious and they were all giant Bowsers, but it's okay. <laughs> My sister got it for Christmas and she had fun torturing everyone with How her. How old is your sister? She is seven. So. <laughs> your so your son go. is evil. I know. You yeah, can, he it, is it, evil. It, it, the game should be called Weed Out the Sociopaths in Your Family. Seriously. I spent an hour on the first 20 feet of your son's level. So I would have given up after two No, tries. I was determined to beat it, and oh. then I gave and up after he'll mock you problem. if you don't. He'll, if you don't he's like, oh, do you, you want like, me to show you, you, want me to show you? how to do it? You want me to do it? <laughs> like, no. It's in my house. I, I, just, I choose not to touch it. I will, I will tell you, that was one of those games that kind of came out and seemed very underwhelming. It almost yeah. seemed like more of like a little demo application. Right. Um, I was excited by the potential of it, but I... Uh, it, it's is there enough things- to really build a full game around this? It's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And not only does it is does it give you a lot of freedom, but it instantly taps into nostalgia as well. Mm. 
and you're playing a very familiar game, uh, the music. And But one of the things that I thought was really interesting, and I'm watching my son, I haven't played it a whole lot myself, but um, they keep putting out new features. And I thought it was interesting the way that they, they – have, have you played it from the beginning, from I opening? personally – don't play that game. This was what was cool. <laughs> but that's my own personal decision. On your first <laughs> th this is how it, it kind of walks you through it and ramps it up. It gives you the, the elements, the basic elements at the beginning, and then it's like, in two days, you're going to get more pieces to play with. Oh, and then in two days, you're going to get more pieces to play that's with. That's so cool. So play with these ones and get really used to them, get really good at it, and then more is going to come, and then more is going to come. It, and and But what what's really neat is there's some time delay on it. And they just put out something, I think, a week or so ago, a couple weeks ago, that are new elements that aren't even from the original game. Like, they have one of the little Bowser clown cars that can shoot fire now. Which oh, wow. is, that, and I, I said, is that even from Mark? He said, nope. My son said, nope. That's that's a new thing just for this game. So it's kind of cool to see that there's, they're continuing to innovate and give you more things. I think it's uh, cool that Nintendo is including the player on that level. Yeah. Like, play with us, not just play our games. I think that's really neat and, like... Uh, I don't know. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, definitely. Really awesome. And play other people's levels because you like the you have the the 100 lives game and you're playing. And people created the the levels for you. Yeah, and you definitely really can. Cool. That's perfect. Wasn't there a Back to the Future level on there? Or was that Little Big Planet? Probably. Probably Little Big Planet. Neff, what's your uh, number two? My number two is the Daredevil Netflix series. Oh yeah, and uh, Stephen mentioned that the the cinematographer whose name he can't pronounce. Yes. Um, do you watch the whole thing? Yes, I did. What was the best part about uh, the Netflix Daredevil series? Um, I really liked the Kingpin. Marvel Marvel had a, has a really tough go at creating likable and memorable villains, uh, and I think that they kind of did themselves a disservice by making Loki so uh, enjoyable and and relatable that it's been it's been tough for them. I think uh, when you compare someone like Loki to someone like uh, the uh, Accuser, Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. Or you compare him even to somebody like even let's the say let's say Ultron or Red Skull. Red Skull. Uh, the the villains that you just kind of go, oh, well, okay, there there they are. That sure is a bad the Dark guy. Elf. What was what was even his name? You know, Doctor Who. Yeah. Number nine. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> the the Dark oh, Elf. Oh yeah. But when I think that with the the Netflix series because they have so much time to develop the character mm -hmm. they've been able to create some extremely effective villains like what 12 hours of and, content and, and you know with our basis of comparison for Kingpin on screen being Michael Clark Duncan and John Reese davies if you're old like me <laughs> the uh, the fact that you could bring out that side of Kingpin that's absolutely terrifying yeah and yet, mm -hmm. somehow uh, endearing. At and the you same see where time. he's coming. From, like you, you see, like his backstory. Well, saying. that was the cool thing about Daredevil is that he, Matt Murdock, and Wilson Fisk are this. They're they're going. They have the same goal. Yes. Right. They both love that city and they want to clean up that city. Like they legitimately, go, they have two different versions of that story. And they do it the wrong. Like one does it the wrong way, and the one is like trying. I mean, it's it's still like, you know, violent, but and, it's it's for good good ways. And going back to the uh, Ultron thing, Fisk believes wholeheartedly that he's doing the right thing. Yeah, he's frustrated by by Daredevil. He's frustrated by Matt Murdock because he's like, this guy is stopping me from doing this thing which is going to help people yeah. and help this city. Uh, of course, you know, him slamming people's heads in car doors is yeah. Uh, yeah. maybe not the way. Yeah, we would not say, oh, he's saving the city. But then again, dressing up like a you know a ninja and jumping around rooftops might not be the best An way. Another, another, and he wasn't even like in and at the beginning. Like that was like one of my favorite parts. Like you didn't, you didn't get yeah, to like oh, that. Yeah. They wouldn't even say his name. Like just, every character was so afraid. 
Yeah, because if they did say his name, they, they would die. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and they did that with the one character who, like, uh, you know what? I said his name. Now I have to kill myself. Yeah, because it's gonna be a and lot it, better than what he's gonna do. Correct. One <laughs> scene that was really cool was the hallway scene. Yeah, that was a, there, there was a, well, there was a lot of really great oh, oh, oh. fight scenes and and movement in that. Oh yeah, uh, the the one in the warehouse where he's fighting against the the hand ninjas. Oh yeah, uh, lots of really cool stuff, and uh, we enjoyed it. I. I uh, to a lesser degree, Jessica Jones came out. That one was a lot harder to watch. Yeah, yeah. But but very much along the same lines. Uh, when you have the time to develop a character, I will say this: the most terrifying villain in the Marvel universe is not Thanos; it's Kilgrave. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, dude. He's pro, pro, yeah, horrifying. Yes, absolutely horrifying. I mean, I, I would rather take anybody. I could never over. see Loki. And I know this is a family-friendly podcast, but some of the stuff that Kilgrave made people do, I could never see Loki tell someone to put you know, shears in their mouths and fall yeah. on their face. Or or uh, slam your head against that wall until it goes through. Yeah, I mean, just like <laughs> yeah. terrifying, horrible, morbid stuff. Uh, this character is like sickening, <laughs> sickening. And Next person, his phone goes off, they have to eat it. Yeah, yeah. and he thinks he doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. Yeah, he's like, that's that, just how I am. And that's just demented. Like, yeah, it's, it's demented <laughs> and bad. dark and twisted. And you see this character and you go... I kind of, I kind of like Loki. <laughs> and David Tennant plays this character. Yes, yes. That David Tennant is really well, it's, but it's yes. terrifying. Yeah, it he, is. It, it is. A, it's like a psychological study on on stalking and manipulation. He's and really. He's the worst part. Of, he's really gross. The yeah. the best way I've heard it described is he's the most terrifying character in the Marvel universe. But he's not trying to take over the world. All he wants is Jessica Jones. I think that's so <laughs> impressive that they've done with the Netflix series. Is even though the Marvel movies are very friendly, they made the se- the Netflix series more adult. And and that and that's one of the things that I didn't care for when I watched Jessica Jones. Is there was a lot of gratuitous violence and yes. and yeah. that's sexuality, like Daredevil- and I just I, that was the thing that turned me off on it. That yeah. that will prevent me rewatching Jessica. That's Jones. why I prefer Daredevil over Jessica Jones. Yeah. But even, episode even Daredevil, Daredevil had me turning it off. Like even it was- Daredevil had a lot of extremely uncomfortable moments. Yeah, and and that's one of the things that I'm concerned about with the Netflix shows is that they're going to have this trend where they it always escalates, right? Yeah. And it's going to continue down. Luke Cage looks mm-hmm. very interesting. I, I'm curious about Daredevil season two. I heard the Punisher's. They're bringing the Punisher in. I just saw the first pictures they released of Elektra. Uh, So Daredevil season two looks like it's going to be great. Colin Farrell. But you can shut up now. All right, (laughs) who's next? You are (laughs) Colin Farrell. So I guess it's uh, I guess it's my turn. Man, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I told you guys to come up with you know your top three things. I have like 20 things. So I'm looking at my list right now and trying to whittle it down and say, okay, this one's the really good one. Um, man, I, I guess I guess I have to go with the – and I'm not – I feel bad because I'm kind of unprepared for this. But the Marvel, um, right under everyone's nose, ended the entire Marvel Universe. Uh, they did the last story of Marvel 616. They did the last story of the Ultimates, and they're over. There's huh. no Marvel six one six universe anymore. There's no Marvel Ultimate Universe anymore. Whoa, they really? ended they yeah, they crashed them into each other and oh, destroyed right. both universes. They're done. So they're doing what DC did. And that was the <laughs> thing, is like I think they're doing it better than DC because DC I think just kinda went and redo. Um, Marvel is kind of combining them together and creating an, an actual storyline that leads into their new Marvel universe. But now, that's now, what they really did. They ended the all of the continuity and everything that they that they've created from 
1950s when timely became marvel and moving in through all of the golden age and the 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 stan lee era and through the 70s 80s and and into what we have now and then even the reboots they did in the ultimate universe which uh, reinvigorated a lot of marvel and actually inspired the marvel cinematic universe predominantly um they ended them all so what you have now is what looks like and again i have not read this entire storyline it looks like it's going to be a hybridization of the universe you're going to have uh, Miles, uh, Miles, Mon- M- Miles Monroe, uh, <laughs> uh, Miles Ma- Teller, Ma- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Miles Ma- Morales, Miles, Miles Morales, uh, Spider Man as part of you know you're going to see kind of the well, remnants of the best Peter? of those characters. Is Peter a part of it? Peter is in it now. Now this is what I and I'm not 100 percent sure about this because I'm not caught up yet. Uh, from what I understand, uh, after subsequent to because um, I, I still I have these comics I haven't read them all yet. Subsequent to Doctor Octopus taking over Peter Parker's brain mm-hmm. in Superior Spider-Man, in Superior Spider-Man, Doctor Octopus began using his scientific genius to create all of these different devices and all of these different products and whatever. After uh, he is defeated and Peter Parker returns to his right mind, now Peter has all of these great, amazing, incredible inventions, and Peter Parker is now the new Tony Stark of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> he's he's a Parker's like rich, famous, multi-millionaire, genius, uh, philanthropist, playboy, Playboy. (laughs) uh, superhero. So uh, there's there's sort of that. I don't know how that plays into all this, but they've they have radically shaken up the Mm. Marvel universe. Uh, I wish I had my finger on the pulse of comic books more, and I would love to hear from from some of our listeners. Uh, you know, hit us up on Twitter or, or email us. Bring me up to speed on this because I, I need to know what's happening with my beloved Marvel Universe uh, because it's a it's a brand new start. And I don't think this is one of those gimmicky things that they're just going to kind of retcon and uh, six months from now, none of it will have mattered. Is this uh, the I, one where Thor's a girl too? Or is that the previous that was, one? That's, that was 616. So I don't know I don't know where it all shakes out once this all ends. Um, and and it's it's going to be really, really interesting to see. Hmm. And I think this is a great time to jump on board. So I may have to go uh, pick some of those yeah, up. And, yeah, and see what's going on in the uh, in the House of Ideas uh, over there at, at Marvel. So uh, very, very cool. Um, all right, I guess that's that's my thing. Steve-O, what's your number one? This is it. This is the big one. Woo! I mean, is it really is it really going to be that much of a mystery? Oh, no. It's, <laughs> it's Back to the Future Day, man. Back to the Future Day, October 21st, 2015. Wednesday, October 21st, 2015, at 4.29 p.m. Yeah, this is the uh, this is the day of Back to the Future, the Marty yes. McFly. Yes. If uh, for no other reason, I've been waiting for that moment since I was a child. When I when I was watching Back to the Future Part Two and loving the whole future thing, I just it was good. I mean, they released a USA Today actually came out with a newspaper, yeah, and uh, so they did that. That was cool. Uh, they released Pepsi Perfect uh, limitedly. I could not get one because they were sold out. I think like at twelve oh two a.m. on <laughs> October twenty first. It was great. My biggest regret was not watching the movie that day. Uh, but I was able to, uh, in our youth service, kind of give a Back to the Future-esque uh, kind of sermon uh, dressed as Marty McFly. and made me really happy. But it's just you rarely will get moments like that where you it's set up, you know, 30 years before uh, somebody kind of saying like, hey, you know, this is already in the future. And they say a specific day 
rather than just a random year and yeah. you know they kind of do it well the thing that was most exciting to me was how many people got on board with it like it yeah. was it wasn't just like a, oh this day happened and uh, that, you know, that stupid meme was finally true for instance yes <laughs> that yeah. bothered me every time i saw oh, people Facebook. shared it i'm like educate yourself this is one thing december 31st 2015 just happened does anybody know what happened then that was when the third impact happened on neon genesis evangelion and the world ended and we all turned into <laughs> lcl and a giant ray ayanami i'm oh. not sure had some kind of i don't even know what happened at the end I, of that i show. can't wait for it. but nobody cared about that like you didn't see a whole lot of people running around dressed like a, a, a naked japanese girl you know but look at me i'm taking over the world and, <laughs> i can't but, wait for, but I, everybody was wearing a vest and a you know a rainbow hat on the 21st i can't wait for demolition man day and i'm gonna eat taco bell all day <laughs> that's the only meal yeah that sounds like a tuesday for you you're right. You're right. <laughs> we talk about it, I'm going to bust somebody up. That's right. And, and yes. This is for Wesley. This one's for Sylvester. <laughs> oh. Sandra. Cool. So yeah, Back to the Future Day. Back to the My future. number one. And so, as there well you go. it should be. Back to our Fighting More Power Rangers, number two. Back to the Future, number one. That's right. That's right. Very good. Yeah. All right. So now we know Steven's priorities. We have come full circle. Uh, Victoria. Um, I have to say the number one thing that I came across wasn't necessarily for me specifically, but it was definitely one of the bigger things that happened for video games was the announcement for the remake, re-release of Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII, oh, yes. Okay. Uh, paired very closely the yes. with the debut of Cloud in Super Smash Bros. In Brothers. Super Smash Brothers, yeah. So, which I thought was an interesting, like, little, yeah, look, we're going to give you some more. Um, but I that didn't was, realize that this was a thing, and maybe you can fill, fill us in on this. My son told me that they've been having, like, these contests and these polls yes, and different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, that's how Bayonetta in got game? in it, and I'm very disappointed that I just I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's. I don't like her. I can but. understand why Bayonetta would be in there. Bayonetta two, it was one of the biggest, or the highest rated games for the Wii U as a right. system, and it was exclusive to the yeah, Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Strangely enough, yeah, uh, yeah. so at least that kind of makes sense. I mean, it makes but more sense. But when you had Shovel Knight up there, Shovel Knight would have been great. And that's there's a good one. more. I can't remember. Well, there's a ton of Nintendo characters that they they haven't done. I would have loved to see King Hippo from from Mike Tyson's Punch Out. There you go. See, but no, Final Fantasy VII. Because, I don't know, Squeenix, as we so lovingly call them, uh, has done so much, like, cinematically, like, just with, like, keeping with their stories and updating the visuals and, and being able to find new, better ways to tell a story. And I think it's really awesome that they're employing those uh, skills in one of their most beloved stories and giving people like myself a chance to play them in, in, a, in a more immersive glory than on the iPad. Um, because I missed the boat on being able to play the original, and now you can't even find one without it breaking, and I don't even have a PS1. So I'm really excited to be able to play it. Excellent. Uh, and Cloud and Smash, I've seen it. It's pretty cool. I, I hope that I hope <laughs> that they they do that, that they're true to the story enough that like the original fans don't grow their throw their arms up in the air and say, "Oh, Balderdash." Apparently, I've heard we're not really sure what they're gonna do with it, especially because it's episodic. Episodical? Episodic. Episodical. Episodic. Yeah. Um, and it looks very know. much along the vein of the character design for Advent Children, the movie. Right. Uh, yeah. So I wonder if they're going to try to bridge the game a little bit know. more with that, kind of backlog some of that story. I, I don't know. 
it doesn't matter. Exciting either way. I'm going to buy it. I mean, I'm not even going to argue about it. Yeah. I I really hope that it does well only for one reason. I would really love to see them do the same thing to Final Fantasy VIII, which is one of my, it's probably my personal favorite. Mm -hmm. If I was going to play Final Fantasy VII, would I have to play the other ones or is it No, no, no. Every, every Final Fantasy game is inclusive to itself. Unless it's numbered like a like an additional number, like they ten they two. did seven, eight, and... nine, ten, and then ten two is the was the first direct Final I'm Fantasy. I'm gonna play me some Final and Fantasy then I think seven. They did, they did nine Final Fantasy thirteens. Like, it's like yeah. Final Fantasy thirteen, Final Fantasy thirteen two, Final Fantasy thirteen Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy thirteen Lightning does the does the dishes, <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy thirteen <laughs> Here goes Lightning favorite. again <laughs> for the first time. My mom's favorite is the one with the dishes. <laughs> lightning the prequel. <laughs> lightning strikes lightning twice. Babies. <laughs> Lightning the cereal. Yeah. Lightning the flame blower. Yeah. Anyway. Tori, uh, Tori has just died. <laughs> I think. Excuse me. No, no, please. Allow, allow yourself to recover yourself. <laughs> Here's a phoenix down. <laughs> Thank you. I'm feeling much better. Uh, very good. That's a good number one. Yeah. That's a really, really good number one. That's that, that was a, that. Yeah, that was a big Thank deal. You. That was a really big deal. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. Very nice. Nice Neon Genesis Evangelion touch there. Uh, Quentin. Well. What's your number one, man? Being a DC guy. Yes. It has to be the trailer for Batman versus Superman, Dawn oh, of Justice. Yeah. Coming out. It got me excited for this year, but like last, like that was why it was such a big thing last year because the hype is real. Yeah. I, I I agree with you. That what was it about that trailer that probably w- tipped the scales for you? Um, when I saw this, I didn't see it the first time I watched it, but the second time I watched it, the still of Batman uh, doing the pose from the cover of The Dark Knight Returns mm-hmm. really freaked me. I was just like, yes, mm. <laughs> this is what I want. Yeah, it was it was a really well done movie. It was be- I, uh, beautiful, beautiful, well done trailer. I I think like the the scenery and the costume designs and the, it just looks looks beautifully done. And you don't expect anything less from Zack Snyder because Zack Snyder makes beautiful movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it makes me excited for the Justice movie, uh, Justice League movie, which comes out in a couple of years. And then of course the Green Lantern movie, which will come out eventually. Yeah, this is still well, a twenty fifteen. This, this, yeah. this, <laughs> so, this trailer now is getting me excited for stuff in the future. Say, yeah. I was almost a hundred percent excited for this until Doomsday. Doomsday yeah, Doomsday is still yeah. like that's the only thing that has me iffy. That's why it wasn't on my list. Let's it would have been if it wasn't for Doomsday, that would have been on my list. Let's go with trailer one. <laughs> as, as, no, I thought the trailer where they kind of did the reveal for Wonder Woman was a really that was, nice that was good. Yeah, they they oh, finally. Hey, she's in this movie. She's not just some sort of tertiary character. She with you? you. <laughs> I thought she, she was with you. That's what it was. Hey, that worked out well. Very cool. All right, so Neff uh, is is celebrating the seeds sown for the future of oh, a robust DC universe. It's DC. A little uh, a little extra thing was it was it's a. What? Good talk. Never mind. Glad it's we had it. <laughs> it's Green Lantern's 75th anniversary. It is? It is. But, but Alan wrong. Scott Green Lantern. Yeah, not Hal Jordan. I mean, I, so that doesn't really count. It's a different guy. It's like the the the, the, the doing like the Flash uh, anniversary or Human well, Torch that's anniversary. Also this There's year. other ones first. The Human Torch would have been the better analogy. The Flash is still the Flash. I know. I I thought Human Torch, but because Human Torch, the original it's Human Torch, who was the android, he was not yeah. actually Johnny yeah. Storm. I know. I just I, I his name. You say you me. know, but his name escaped me. I'm sorry. 
No, that's fine. I, sometimes I like watching people get all wild up and then just totally peter out. It was like that, that was it was like watching the cheap fireworks on the on New Year's Eve. It's like it's like oh that was it. It got snakes and sparklers. Um, all right, so it's, is it my turn? Yes. Yeah. This is my number one thing. We're waiting yeah. anticipatingly. Anticipation. Oh, all right, so I did the Nintendo Mobile games. Yes. And I did the uh, Marvel Universe ends. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh gosh. Okay, I'm just gonna kind of whittle through some of these things by just giving out some honorable mentions real quick, so I can talk about them, but we don't really have to talk about them. Okay. <laughs> uh, one thing that I thought was pretty significant for me because. Uh, like the people that Nintendo primarily targets with their please buy these accessories to enjoy this game, uh, Rock Band and Guitar Hero came back this oh, year. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Uh, forcing me to buy uh, new instruments for a game that I love. Uh, but apparently nobody else does either because I've only played it once since I purchased it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was yay, with us. <laughs> yay. Yay, Rock Band. And the biggest appeal for me was that I could play the songs that I had previously downloaded, which in retrospect I could have done uh, for $120 cheaper by playing them on the system I originally downloaded them on. <laughs> which so, you still have. <laughs> which I still have. Uh, so, yay. Um, another thing, uh, this is, again, just sort of a, a hit it uh, and quit it uh, reference. Um, X-Files is coming back. Yeah. They, they filmed really? X-Files yes, it season is. Oh my 10. Gosh. I'm really kind of Ooh. excited about that. After a 13-year commercial break. <laughs> I've only watched like the first like three episodes, but I really enjoyed them. X-Files is a really cool show. I really enjoyed it's it. It's a really cool franchise. Like, it's, like, I like watching it because it's almost like... Not like looking back in time, because I was like, things were different back in the early. 90s. Oh, how e- how much easier would X Files have been if they had if they could text message or cell phone each right. other? Oh, like yeah. I'm like watching now. I'm like, man, a kid watching this that doesn't know like that time would be like freaking out. Like, what do you mean he can't get a hold of uh, Scully? Just text her. Yeah. Well, nope. they had that they had that movie a couple years ago, didn't they? They did a couple movies. They did uh, Fight the Future, which I think took place between season like four and five. It was sort of a bridge between the two, the two different TV series, and then they came back with I Want to Believe. Was that Is what that it was called? 2008 one? And that, yeah, that was sort of a, a mm-hmm. post the, the series. And uh, I, I don't know that it did really well, but it definitely reignited some excitement in the fan base because here we are <laughs> making a new series. And from what I understand, just some people that I've heard that have been involved in it and uh, either been featured on the shows or read some scripts say it's back in full force and That's it's, it's cool. really going to be Pretty enjoyable. Cool. So, um, And they got Dana Duchovny and uh, what's her name? Sweet. Dana Duchovny. And wait, is that his name? And Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson, thank you. And David Duchovny. David Duchovny. <laughs> Dana? I did. And Dana Delaney. <laughs> and Dana Carvey. David. And Dana Carey. Dana Andy. Carey Jr. Yeah. Dana Carey. Who's Dana Carey? I was just thinking because okay. instead of Harry Carey and Jr. Drew Carey. <laughs> Drew Carey. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. The Fisher King. Fisher. And the Burger James King. James Cagney. Derek <laughs> Fisher. And Throat Wobbler Mangro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy. That guy. Um, I, I guess we can... Do uh, uh, you want the happy one or the sad one first? Sad one first. Okay. So the happy uh, one makes me happy. We, we, I want the happy one first. Let's go out like, no, you, you, uh, you like get, the Star Wars no, prequels and go no, on a down note. make it sad and then you do the happy one after a cheer up. Okay, so we'll do the sad one first. Uh, we mourn the loss of the incomparable Mr. Spock, Leonard uh, Nimoy. Uh, R.I.P. And so, as well as Sir Christopher Lee. Christopher oh, Lee. Yeah. yeah. Now he, he was like ninety something years. He was like ninety three or ninety four. He, he was old. He was an old dude, man. He was uh, Count Dooku, mm-hmm. Dracula, and Dracula, and Saruman. And Saruman. Mm. Absolutely. A couple other yeah. people died this year. Like big geek guys died this year, didn't they? Who else? 
I can't remember off the top of my head. I, I feel like we're missing somebody. But Leonard Nimoy was the one that, that stuck yeah. out in my mind. I mean, that's Mr. Spock. That's sort of our guy. But, of course, yes, Christopher Lee also. Um, very Trapper notable. John died. Trapper John? Yeah, from MASH. He died like, wait, wait, yes, Trapper, wait. John. Trapper John from MASH or Trapper John from Trapper John MD? Trapper from John MASH. from MASH. Okay. Trapper. He died like uh, yesterday or the day before. Oh, Trapper John from MASH the TV show or Trapper John from MASH the movie? MASH the TV show. <laughs> Speaking of MASH... Why didn't you bring us some of your mom's mashed potatoes? Hey. Did you not think that we would appreciate her mashed potatoes? I ate them all. You know, now that we're talking about <laughs> on the loss, on the flight over. now that we're talking about the loss of Christopher Lee, <laughs> I uh, I could use some comfort food. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to Wawa. Oh, brilliant! Welcome back. <laughs> I love. And we kept me. our sponsor. <laughs> um. Okay. So on on the happier note, then. Um, I love BB-8. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. I know that, and, and listen, I know that you're expecting my number one thing to be Star Wars, and I'm not even going to mention it because we just did a whole episode about Star Wars. Can we just say that Star Wars was my, like Star the Wars biggest, would have been my number the one biggest if we had moment to of the entire yeah. year yes. was yeah. obviously collective Star Wars. number one. Yeah. Yes, we all we <laughs> all was too easy though. raise our lightsabers uh, to J.J. Abrams and everything he represents and Kylo Ren. But uh, but BB-8, <laughs> a Star Wars movie is fantastic. But BB-8 is a wonderful character. He's delightful. BB-8 just really, he transcends. What R2-D2 was to me in my childhood, BB-8 takes me right back there as a grown-up. My in-laws, my wonderful, beautiful, amazing, kind-hearted, they have brought me into their family and given me the hand of their daughter-in-laws, procured for me for Christmas morning the Sphero BB-8 remote control droid. And I am like a child playing with it, and it's just everything I want it to be and more. Totes adorbs. So much fun. Totes adorbs. Baby. So So when are we going to come over and play with it? (laughs) After we watch Age of Ultron and Jurassic World and then go go to the theater and watch. That's uh, on our list of things to do. Okay, so those are sort of my honorable mention ones. Uh, My biggest one, and again, Star Wars would have been it, but I think that we can all just sort of agree that is what it is. Um, One that I just... For all of the criticism, and, and probably well-deserved criticism, and for all of the the negativity that maybe surrounds it, uh, technical issues and different things like that, I really have to give my number one thing the release of and the conclusion of the Arkham franchise with Arkham mm. Knight. Uh, a phenomenal game. A masterful execution of the Batman universe. It, it brings Gotham City to life. Uh, it's it's wonderful. It's immersive. It's engaging. Uh, it, it consumes your life. There's a lot of creativity in it, and some of the different mi- mission structures. There's villains that are surprise villains that you just never see them coming. And all of a sudden, it's like, bomb! There, there they are. Uh, and and for a game to have one of the most highly uh, criticized and belittled play mechanics of the entire year as people just throw flags on the field all over for the uh, crazy tank tread forced missions of the Batmobile. Oh, you have to go and do this thing. And, and, and I'm going to admit, uh, driving the Batmobile around was okay. Being forced to use the Batmobile for extensive combat missions was just monotonous and, and it was trudging and drudgery and not enjoyable. Uh, I mean, how many times do I have to play hide-and-seek with this tank and shoot it from behind and blah, blah, blah. But 
when you can look at an entire game that had an entirely broken and unenjoyable half to it, and the rest of it is so smacking good that you just still got to raise your, your glass and say, ahoy, hoy. Um, it, <laughs> like I do. It was, it was wonderful. It was remarkable. It was the greatest. I'm going out, I'm going out here and saying this. To me, it was the greatest Batman experience uh, that you can have probably just south of the Dark Knight. Uh, and, and, wow. and I would say that it even would give the Dark Knight a run for its money. It was one of the greatest glimpses into the character of Batman. Uh, it was a, a tremendous uh, tip of the hat, a tremendous uh, salute to the history of Batman. Um, just there, there were plot twists in that game that, A, some of them I saw coming and I didn't even care because they were good. Some of them I never saw coming and I sat there with my jaw agape at the screen and went, I cannot believe that they just did that. Uh, and, and the game just, just kept on giving. Uh, I did not get the season pass. I know that there was a lot of people that kind of poo-pooed on the uh, the downloadable content episodes and stuff. I don't even care. Um, just I could play the 1989 Batman or I could play the Dark Knight, uh, the Batman versus Superman Batman, or I could play the Dark Knight Batman, or I could play Adam West all in the same game. Come on! Yeah, it's it's a it's a Batman fan's dream. Uh, sorry if you try to play it on the PC and it still doesn't work for you. I apologize. You had it on the PC. <laughs> yeah, I can't oh wait my. to play yeah, it. The, the PC game was so broken that Warner Brothers finally just started giving people their money back. Yeah, really? I yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah, sorry, PC gamers, not not the game for you. No. Glad I got a PS4 now. Yeah, so I get can a play PS4 it. and uh, it's twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks on uh, PlayStation Network, and the season pass is like twenty five. So it's the season pass was was twenty nine or thirty nine. And they just had it on sale on a flash sale for twenty bucks, and I almost bought it. And I missed the flash sale by a day, uh, but I, I really, I almost bought the season pass just because I wouldn't mind getting back into that world and and playing through it, even if it's just people say, "Oh, well, this game's just it's just an hour for this downloadable pack or an hour for this one." I don't care. That's like six hours of extra gameplay. That's exactly. a lot of fun. I get yeah. to do it as Robin, or I get to do it as Catwoman, or I get mm-hmm. to do it as Batgirl, and that's kind of fun. So uh, I I say that Arkham was a tremendous and incredible Batman experience. They brought the best out of some of those Batman villains. Uh, just you, I'd never see Scarecrow the same way again. Uh, I don't want to give away any of the plot twists, but just some of the things that, that you have to go through in that game to kind of get to the end of it were just, they need to be experienced. Just really, really fantastic. And it compelled me to go all the way to the end and get 100% all the Riddler trophies, uh, which wow. are never worth it in the end. But <laughs> yeah. in this one, you had to get the Riddler trophies to uh, get the best or the fullest ending. Oh. You had to get a 100% of the game, so you had to finish all the missions and get all those stupid Riddler trophies. I will tell you this, if you're struggling to do that and you just don't have time to do it, I promise you, uh, just YouTube the ending of the game. Uh, <laughs> save yourself the time. Uh, but uh, wasn't worth it. That's a, it's like 250 Riddler trophies, man. They, and that's a big city. Dude. My goodness, that's a big city. I spent a lot of time doing that. It's bigger than Arkham City. I had back. Yes. Yeah, it's like five times bigger than Arkham City. Oh my! Oh, it's huge. Oh. It's, it's it's three massive islands. They're teleporting. <laughs> the <laughs> ba- you got a Batmobile, but no, you wouldn't even want to teleport or use the Batmobile. The best part about that game is ziplining across the city uh, and gliding. Sure. It is it's fun. so amazing. It, 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 the game must be played to be believed so okay. uh, for me that's my number one like for me personally my number one geek out moment the thing that just blew me away in, in 2015 was uh, aside from Star Wars was Batman <laughs> Arkham Knight that's my recommendation for number one 
Um, what are your recommendations? If you've listened this far into this episode, tell us what it was that, that really changed your 2015, what it was that got you, your, uh, your, your face is smiling and your toes a tapping, uh, geek moments, uh, nerdy things, uh, wonderful encounters, whatever it was for you that made 2015 special and memorable, please let us know. You can connect with us on Twitter at Nerd of Godcast. You can connect with us on Facebook at Nerd of Godcast. You can even connect with us on Instagram at Nerd of Godcast or email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in helping the Nerd of Godcast continue to go forth and be a successful podcast and media enterprise, uh, please consider visiting our website, nerdofgodcast.com, and clicking on support the show. There you'll be taken to our Patreon page where you can make a small commitment to help us to shoulder the burden of this ministry and our geekiness. So we thank you in advance for your support and for your prayers. Uh, any last words, Neff? Uh, DC, yes we can. DC, yes we can. Uh, Tori? I'm tired. Tori literally just got off the plane. Yeah, like, yes. Literally. I accosted her from the airport <laughs> and uh, dragged her over here. Uh, I'm Jet sorry. I, I, well, I'll take you home, Tori. We're, well, I hope so. I don't have a car. <laughs> he's going to make, make you walk. No, right. it's dark. With your, with your luggage, uh, just dragging it behind you. Uh, Stephen, final words? If you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let that one slide. Uh, I didn't know what to say. No, it's good. I mean, I put you, I put you tap the glass, whatever's in it's what comes out. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, happy New Year. We got another episode coming out uh, next week. Uh, this was just sort of a fun little jaunt through the year that was. So we thank you. We bless you. Uh, the only way for you to truly experience the fullness of uh, nerding out is to have a relationship with God. He's the one who gives us the greatest story ever told, and you can geek out about it every day. So read your Bibles, pray, go to church, and and have a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's the greatest thing that can ever happen to you. Until next time, for the Nerd of God cast, producer Steve-O. So long, thanks for all the fish. Tori Line. Good night, guys. And the big man, Quentin Neff. PS4. My name is Tony T. Until then, we ain't got to go home. But but we can't stay here. Buenas noches. It's good to be back. <laughs> I miss this. It's only I missed, been two weeks. I missed this all together. It feels like Yeah, it's a only year. been two weeks. I just judge how long Tori's been gone by how long it's been since Star Wars came out. You can judge how long Tori's gone by how deep her roots are. It's, yeah. true. it's true. She's been gone about... Oh my gosh, seriously, you look like an inverted skunk. <laughs> my haircut and a re-bleaching is in order, yeah, so... For sure. <laughs>